This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. Hope everybody had a safe and fun 4th of July. We are back with plenty to talk about. Hey, Grizzlies, by the way, playing tonight. Summer League, or at least the form of Salt Lake City Summer League. Grizzlies will play three games before shifting off to Vegas. Starts tonight. Yes, tonight, 6 o'clock. They'll be playing the Philadelphia 76ers, our first look at this very interesting Grizzlies Summer League team. Plenty to talk about in the NBA since we last left, too. John Martin, Rudy Gobert has a new home address. We will talk about that and where and how much uh, Minnesota gave up for Rudy Gobert. We in Minnesota now. There you go. Add him to the team next to Carl Anthony Towns. We'll talk about what it all adds up to. Another 4th of July, another uh, Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest won by Joey Chestnut. This one had a little extra drama. Don't know if you saw it. Joey wasn't able to break his own record. Right. Uh, there was a reason why he wasn't able to do that. It was kind of stalled in the process. And, oh, by the way, did you see Black Jesus over the weekend? I did not see it over the weekend. Black I saw Jesus. it this morning, which uh, we'll get into here momentarily. Black Jesus is... Uh, Apparently a Memphis Grizzly. Uh, so we will get into that here on the show. Uh, summer League gets underway. Not that Summer League. The uh, sort of fake Summer League. Salt Lake City Summer League gets underway today. Grizzlies are in action against the Philadelphia 76ers. You can bet on it if you want. That's what you're into. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk about that. Jessica Benson will be out there. How about that? How Jessica about that? Benson from Rise and Grind, Grind City Media, and the Grizz Radio Network is going to be out there. So we'll talk to her uh, at 125 from Salt Lake City and just talk to her about the team and what she expects and you know what everybody's saying. Obviously, it's a showcase moment for these guys like it is for every team that's playing. Um, I watched a little bit over the weekend, which we'll also touch on. So that is the show today. But it wouldn't be the start of a week here on the show if we didn't do cap or no cap. So let's do that. Cap. It means lion, but built different. Now, it's cap. I'm going to say cap. For no cap. I'm going to say that that's no cap. On 92.9's Jason and John Show. Well, I pulled up uh, Jesus Walks because you guys came in, you know, and you talked about Black Jesus Black has Jesus. arrived, it appears. Or we'll talk about it. Uh, is Ja Morant Black Jesus? He is uh, Black Jesus. Cap or no cap? Well, I was not aware of this um, because I, I did. I did. I was proud of myself. I was not on social media much over the weekend. Good for and, you. And uh, you came in today saying that there was a clip that I had to see mm-hmm. uh, that Drew Hill had posted. And this is from you know the John Morant um, family. You know they document, I guess, a lot of this stuff on YouTube, like just his journey, right? Which is which is very cool. John, does he have his own? He has his own videographer, I guess. Yeah, you know, that's what signed. That's what that Drew project. Hill said. I mean, I know his, uh, you know, his cousin also is like a big time videographer as well. Josh's cousin, his younger cousin, um, and so I'm sure they're part of the you know, team Morant. Absolutely, team Morant. Okay, yeah. Um, and uh, Ja was at a uh, at a restaurant somewhere. Can't tell where. Parts unknown. We don't right, know just the from restaurant the clip, either. Uh, but he he tipped the waitress five hundred dollars. Jesus! Now that was not on ca- that was not on camera, right? But as as uh, as she is you know getting the tip and um, you know running the card, this was the video, and there's a lot to break down here. Did you see it right? Yeah, who are you though? It's Black Jesus. You who? Black, Black Jesus. Now you you some kind of professional? You play football, basketball, or something? Basketball. What school you went to? I'm not from here. You're not where you from? South Carolina. Okay. Where you going? So you play basketball? Yeah. You can go to the NBA? I'm already in there. Who are you playing for? The Grizzlies. Your new favorite team. 
Your new favorite team, the Grizz. It's the team that ball played, Jarry up. Back here. That's him? You that boy that? You that boy. Yeah. What's your name? Ja Morant. <laughs> Starts running through the place. She I, seemed more surprised yeah. at finding out he was an NBA player than she did about getting the five hundred dollar tip. Yeah, I'm very. Maybe she was in disbelief about the tip initially. Like, who is this guy? Just wrote down five hundred on this thing. I'm very confused by many events in this clip. That is premier among them. Right, she is more excited to find out that it was an NBA player that was giving her the tip. Yeah, than she the tip probably itself. didn't believe it, bro. Well, it's there. No, you know, not any too many five hundred dollar tips rolling through there. But I can know, imagine. You see, but you probably see, the first of her life. You see a lot of this stuff on TikTok nowadays, right? Like you'll like guys and and video, you know, creators will go to a restaurant and they will tip a hundred and or get the reaction, and they will, you know, they will go like it's life changing money, right? Sure, sure. She got five hundred, and she was just like, "Yeah, but who are you though?" Like, she's trying to get to the bottom of it. So that confused me a little bit. Also, her question. It was a test almost. Well, she, she asked some question in the middle of that where she was like, are you pool Jario? And I, and, I, and I mean, like, I don't know what she was trying to ask there, but it was very obvious that she did not know John Morant. She was not aware of him. So should she not accept the tip or she be excited because she doesn't know him? She should definitely I thought if she didn't, she played it off pretty well. That's what I thought. Is there, I, that, I'm, that, I'm, getting, and, I'm seeing through this. And I figured that must have been part of the reaction as well. It's like she's she's playing it up because she slick doesn't know. Right. She exactly. slick doesn't know. Exactly. Him. Which and, so, is and, fine. and that's like, fine. You just no, got a $500 no tip. No and problem. again, she's probably trying to figure out, are, are, am I sure I'm getting this $500? Who are you? Well, um, maybe she has to like split that. Maybe there's like a tip sharing thing. So it's not as much money, right? Like I don't know if how that, you know, every restaurant is different. You now, know? I haven't seen anything but the clip. I haven't seen any timestamps of this, but I'm assuming... It's come around this time. Jaws got the extension. We know it's rollies for everybody since he's got the extension. The guy's feeling, you know, he's got it right now. Yeah. So if you if you need it, now's the time to ask John Moran. You appreciate the generosity. We just saw him on the courts with Powerade giving back to Memphis. He's giving to, uh, to waitresses. You got to absolutely love it. Now, now, Black Jesus go a little far, but again, that's self proclaimed right there. Yeah, John Moran. So he said it twice. Black Jesus. Black Jesus. <laughs> I like it. That, that is. Uh, do you have any issues with that moniker? Um, I, I, you know, I, no, not at this time. We'll see if it's, uh, no, no, it, it was, it not was, not at this time. She, I, you, you heard her, a... she quickly told him, no, you're not. Yeah, she did. But some, you know, there's, there's some folks that won't play with black Jesus. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, you're not black Jesus. That said, appreciate the generosity. John well, Moran. there's some other t- things to this video as well. It's, it says a lot about like the, the sensibilities of John that he would go just like he would just fall into like a rant. I don't know. Again, we don't know where this was, but he would just go into a random restaurant and like, you know, it, not, it, not think of it. John, it appears it's like a counter service style restaurant, like yeah. like a Waffle House. That's I don't what think, yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, that's, that, that's what it it's appears not to a be. Waffle House. No, but, but it's a you know counter style type, yeah. right? Um, like a West Coast Waffle House style. Place. Yeah, it was. It's not like a you know. It's certainly not an upscale restaurant. No, it appears like nobody else is in there. You know, but I but but that to me says a lot about John. Like he's just like I don't care. I'll just go to this you know, Podunk restaurant or in this Podunk town wherever it is. And like I'm not gonna think twice. He doesn't about need it. to stop somewhere where everybody recognizes him. Hey, that's the place I want to be. Where people are gonna hey hey look at me as I come through the door. He's just as comfortable in a place and a hole in the wall looks like place like this as he is in a in, in a big city. Uh, we appreciate that about John Moran. I, I I like the vi- I, I like these sorts of clips. It's actually got me wanting to watch the sort of behind the scenes on his right. life. Yeah. I think I think here more important the bottom line. I think he's that interesting. That's right. He's Jason. that kind of guy. He's got that kind of it factor. Well, we'll just watch him do anything, uh, 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 interact with anybody, and it's entertaining. Yeah. So so count me in on this stuff. Cap or no cap, the Grizzlies are about to run the month of July. John. Uh, I'll say cap. I mean, I think there are a lot of really good teams. Like, I think Detroit's team is going to be nasty. Katie is on the roster. Now, whether or not he'll play for the Pistons remains to be seen. Dude, Golden State with, with Wiseman out there. And that appears it, it, like it's going to be it, the yep. plan. If they get, we just saw our man. If yeah, they get Kaminga out there, Wiseman out there, mm-hmm. I mean, they're not going to lose. No. right? They're just, I, Moody's got to play, right? Moody's yeah. got to play. Yeah. Lester um, Kenyonis. <laughs> right. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, that's we'll coming up here in the, uh, in, the, in the list of our cap or no caps. Um, 
No, I, said, there, I mean, look, they're going to be they're going to be they're going to be respectable, but I just don't. I, do I think they're going to dominate? I don't. I, I mean, I think again, there's you know the Lakers have a freaking good summer league team. I've been watching them. You know, they got a bunch of guys on there who have played professionally, have already been in the G League, you know, for many years, and they don't have many draft picks, so it's older guys, right? So, no, I mean, look, it's going to be individually. Um, it'll be great, you know. Guys, we'll get to see the we'll get the first looks at Roddy and Laravia and you know Kenneth Lofton and you know is Santi Aldama going to take that jump? Is he going to have a dominant summer league individually? I think that's what we care more about as a team. You know, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of different teams out there that you would sort of probably put in front of the Grizzlies in terms of winning this. Maybe not you, but me. Um, Zaire's another one of the storylines. Yep. And and can he take sort of the leap that Bain did, right, with the with the being a featured piece, obviously, of what they're gonna do. I'm with you on Santi. You'd like to see him look a lot better this year than last. That's the that's the thing about uh, you can't draw a ton if guys look great, but if they don't, especially Santi Absolutely. in the second straight summer league, I think that would be pretty telling yep. uh, in terms of his future, that kind of thing. Uh, Zaire, obviously, right there at the top of those storylines. I, I don't know that they'll dominate either. I do think that front line of Roddy and Lofton, though, will be a story pushing guys around in this league. Listen, I mean, a, a, a lot of it's – you lose some of the – a lot of Memphis's star power is the guys that will run their mouths, right? Let's just be real. Like yep. Ja, like Bain is not scared to do it, whatever else. Those guys won't be playing, and so you'll lose some of that, hey, Sports Center wants to watch because the Grizzlies are talking stuff. Like I said, it'll be fun to watch, I think, and you'll have some eyes on you. But I don't. I, I just get the feeling with some of the other talent that's out there. Again, I would point to Golden State what they're going to roll out. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't feel a ship coming on. I feel last couple of weeks ago, you could look at it. Say, yeah, there's some teams out there going to have a bunch of young, uh, a bunch of young talent out there. And as far as winning, like you don't win Salt Lake City, but you can win that Vegas one. I, just, I don't see us in a in a final two making that kind of noise. That said, plenty of interesting storylines to watch when it comes to this Grizzlies summer league team. As Jason mentioned, we've got it now. Lester Kenyon is part of that Golden State lineup this summer. Cap or no cap, Jason, Lester Kenyon has proved us wrong. Man, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I watched that first game. Did he play two, John? I think it was two. The first one I watched, he had five, uh, five points, that kind of thing. I'm yes. sitting there telling my son, I don't know if he's going to, if he's got the athleticism to do this, particularly on the defensive end. And we know Lester in college, good defensive player. Is he going to be athletic enough to cover guys at the next level? He went off in the second game. What was it, 19 points? Now, in a blowout, and that should probably be said because he had a ton of freedom in that game losing to the Lakers. But again, 19 points on 6 of 13 shooting. Uh, his first of three three-pointers came in the third quarter after Moses Moody, uh, who made his debut too, kicked out the ball to him. It felt like he was hitting everything again in a blowout, so it led to some some more, some more additional freedom. But he absolutely looked the part in that second game. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, they are playing at point guard. The team's not very good, again, without Wiseman and without, um, you know, Kaminga and Moody. Moody did play second game, but was not very good. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough for, for Lester. Um, and he isn't on two way. He's going to be part right? of that organization. Yeah. He's going to make 500 this year. I mean, there that's go. that's going to happen. So, whatever happens the rest of, of, you know, this year for Lester is all gravy. I think it's gonna be tough for him. No, they, they again they're playing him at point guard. They're trying to give him a look. Um and, and I, I will say, like, physically, he looks like an NBA player. Like just the, his body, his build, like he just he looks like a guy that could, you know, play in the NBA, could hold up over the course of an eighty two game season. Like, you know, I, I did notice that. Like he's in really good shape and he didn't look um he did he, you know, summer league's kinda wacky, right? Like it's kinda like a cartoon basketball because it's like, you know, go move so fast sure, sure, and it's sure. not as much structure there but like I didn't think he looked out of place at all you know I mean I I thought he looked like he belonged now to, m- most of that stuff he was doing was like when the game was in hand but that doesn't really matter right to, to say proved us wrong off the performance probably a little strong frankly for those of us that were doubting or questioning his move when he got the two-way deal Right, and when he got the two-way deal immediately after going undrafted, I thought for a lot of folks that doubted or questioned whether this was the right decision, right there right. you end a lot of that. Good to see the performance though this weekend. Uh, hopefully, we get the chance to see more of it and a chance for him to see us uh, see him with Wiseman 
you know, during uh, 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 as they get Wiseman back in. He played a five-on-five scrimmage and apparently was good to go. All the plan is is to play him for Golden State in the summer league. Hopefully, those two former teammates get to play together. Yeah, and off of each other. But it was it was definitely good to see, though, no doubt. So the Minnesota paper, the Star Tribune, compared this to Herschel Walker's contract, the or the uh, the trade for Herschel Walker years ago. And this is what happened with Minnesota and the Timberwolves trading for Rudy Gobert. They give up first-round pick Walker Kessler, first-round picks in 23, 25, 27, first-rounder in 29, as well as rotation players Jared Vanderbilt, who was good in the playoffs, Patrick Beverly, also good in the playoffs, Malik Beasy, also good uh, when he plays, uh, and little-used guard uh, Landro uh, Balmoro, I don't know him, but they gave up the, the house, basically, for Rudy Gobert. Minnesota foolishly gambled their future away. Is that cap or no cap, John? Yeah, dumb trade. Um, too much. Um, you know, it makes me wonder what Kevin Durant is going to command. <laughs> That's a good good point. Kevin Durant's going to get, you know, the, the team that trades him away or the trade that, that, that trades for him is going to have to give up percent ownership. <laughs> I mean, for real. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I don't oh, know if man. Phoenix is doing that. If Gobert is getting four first-rounders. I mean, this I, I is a fair point. Yeah. Effectively five. You're you, right, John. You throw in Walker Custer, right? It's, it's, a, it's five. That's five first-round picks yeah. for a guy who will not play in the playoffs. Like, he's unplayable in the playoffs. And and by the way, he wasn't even the leading shot blocker in the NBA. That was Jaron Jackson Jr. So the day – it feels like to me Rudy Gobert's best days are behind him, and he's only going to get – more ineffective, uh, you know, the, the, the longer that, the, that, you know, this goes on because the NBA is changing and everybody's getting better and, the you know, everybody's getting more skilled and he's not. That's not his game. So I, I don't even know if I understand it from a fit standpoint. Like, even if it was just like two first, I don't know if I understand it from a, a fit standpoint. You know, Carl Anthony Towns and, and, and uh, you know, and Rudy go like, so is Cat going to be a four now? Like, I mean, what's that going to look like? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I have questions about the fit. Um, it's too much. Like, there's no way. Yes. we look back at this trade and say Minnesota won. They would have to win a championship, and they're not going to win a championship. Not with Rudy Gobert. He's thirty. He's already thirty years old. If he was twenty six, okay, you know, I can buy that a little bit more. It's a little bit more palatable for me because he's younger. He's still, you know, very much in the middle of his prime. He's on the back end of his prime at thirty. You know, and he's a guy that does rely not just on size, but his athleticism as well. So I just I I think this is just a stupid trade. Congratulations to the Jazz. I mean, Windhorse was you know he was calling this <laughs> trying to right? tell us, and we yeah, talked that, about that, that on Andy Friday. Ainge was putting it together. Yeah, but I I I just yeah I I don't see a way where this comes out in the wash as a win for Minnesota. So Minnesota was 13th in the regular season in defense last year. Not not great, but in the upper half of the league. The Utah Jazz with Rudy Gobert in the middle were 10th. I don't think it's enough of an improvement. And listen, that's putting a team defense on one guy. You can't put it all on him. But I don't think it's enough of an improvement in terms of pushing you up the pecking order in the West to gamble away this much of your future. Absolutely. You, you've pushed your – this is a, right, a chip's all-in move right now. And, yes, it will make probably make Minnesota – I'll say it. I don't know that others are willing to say it. It will probably push Minnesota ahead of teams like the Grizzlies in the regular season. That'll be fine for right now. But where does Rudy go away? In the playoffs, to your point, John. He has a tendency – to disappear there. And if it's not if it's not making you a defensive juggernaut, number one in the league, whatever else, I don't think it's going to pay dividends in the form of championships. And they went all in like you're trying to win a championship. I think getting close last year, frankly, poisoned them in a way. If you're going to make this sort of decision off of how close you got to winning a playoff series, just winning... I, I think this has poisoned you in terms of well we think we're we think we're right there let's go all in right. and 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 frankly John the destination is going to come up short this this won't even get you in a western conference finals I don't believe so in the end no it will not be worth it they paid too much here yeah, I don't, for a Rudy Gobert I'm with you that's on the back end now right. hey, it's still yeah. young at 30 but he is on the downside of how effective he is frankly even on the defensive end now uh, has always been an issue of man you going to ever take advantage of that size offensively back guys down he doesn't want to do that in the playoffs uh, this is not the Rudy Gobert of two three years ago is it a top four team in the West for regular season it's a fair question they could be they'll, I would they'll say be no. right they, I would they, say they, no. they, they could be five they could it's be four right or five close close 
I don't, I don't really I mean, un- I don't understand the uh, the urgency to go all in right now. For them. I don't need. I think that's the good. That's a good point. I mean, they still. I mean, Anthony Phoenix. Edwards is really young. You know, like Cat is. Cat's been in the league for a long time, but he's still young. Um, I, I just don't understand. Now you have no chips. This is it. I mean, do you want to get off D'Angelo Russell? Okay, but what are you going to do behind him now? Right? What's your What's your plan to replace him? You have no chips now. You've cashed in. This is your move. One day the Grizzlies will make a move like this, right? They will pack it. I don't know if it'll be five first round picks, but yeah, make... but you got to be closer, like like Milwaukee was yeah. before Drew. Moved. Oh yeah, this is this is Absolutely. they're thinking they're right. No, uh, Go Bear is not Drew Holiday that puts you over the top. Oh, I mean, it's not Milwaukee even had been to the Eastern Conference Finals, correct? You know, they had a top three player in the NBA. You know, it made sense, right? And they and they needed a tough defensive minded point guard who can make shots. And and Drew Holiday was available, so mm-hmm. that made complete sense, and it worked. They won a championship. I don't even know what success on this deal constitutes. Is it being a top four seed? Is that what you do? You want a five picks to be a freaking top four seed and to win nothing? No thanks, man. I'd rather take my shots on players in the draft because in the end, I mean, how many times has has you know the 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 history of the NBA shown us? You got to draft your way to a championship. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the end, yeah, can you go out and you can add somebody? But you got to have draft pieces. You know, it's what Golden State did. Milwaukee found Giannis late in the in the lottery. Like you got to find guys, and when you don't have picks, like yeah, two plus two equals four. You can't find guys anymore, yeah. and so then you're depending on veterans who are you know coming at the end stages of their career. It's just you you, you hamstring your franchise. And I just don't feel like this is the move to potentially. Like I think there are moves you, that you know you would do that for, right? That makes sense. They mm-hmm. go all in, mm-hmm. just get, just go all in and try to get that guys who can win a title in two or three years. I don't think Minnesota was that team to do that, and I don't think Rudy Gobert was the player that's going to help them do that. So it was a stupid trade. <laughs> hey, and shout out to uh, Danny Ainge though in Utah, looking yep. like a stud making this uh, swindling. Picks. That's what he um, does. You said that Friday is like, mm-hmm. yeah. If when you really break it down, it's like, wow. Yep. Uh, last one here, LeBron James tequila is smooth, cap or no cap? Yeah, so uh, oh, oh, that's going to be all you. Turned 31 over the weekend, and uh, one of my uh, one of my have a good birthday. Yeah, and a part of it was this uh, LeBron James tequila. Oh, uh, it's called like uh, Lobos, I think. The new stuff. Okay. It just hit Memphis shelves on on Friday. I want to say Lobos. Like it just came out. Bottle looks great. Like I put it put a, I put it on Twitter. Um, you know, look, I, I know you're not a, a drinker. Are you? A it seems like everybody's got a tequila. Well, I'm trying a to thing. back it down more than I used to because it's not. It doesn't affect me well. <laughs> yeah, well, that's uh, tequila typically does not. But but the goal is is smoothness really uh-huh. for me. Right? That's what you're trying to find. Like I like the rock tequila, it's super smooth. Yeah, they call it a sipping tequila, which I'm not. What's the name of his? Terramana. Okay. Yeah. So I don't do the sip. Because sipping is like, I, I don't want to sip it. I want to, like, get it over Do you with. shoot it? Yeah, you have to. Okay. Like, that's where I'm at with it. Like, okay. I, it ain't something to savor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah. you got a bottle of LeBron's hot off the shelf. And I would say it's How very, much does it cost for I think it's like 50 bucks. Oh, okay. Not as much as I thought it would no, be. No, I think it's like 50 bucks. Yeah, so, yeah, how was it? 50 for the bottle of tequila. From LeBron. Huh? That seems kind of cheap. Yeah, it was a good deal. It's and it was definitely tequila. It was definitely smooth. It was a de- it was a, it was a That big, man making too much money off y'all. Mm. Wow. It's not just LeBron, though. I feel like... Uh, Is there more? Well, I f- yeah, I feel he's like... He's in on it with somebody else? Investors? Yeah, he's got like... So smart. We should just all do a tequila. Yeah. I mean, somebody's going to buy well, it. Well, the rich right? get richer, Jason. It's like if you're LeBron, you just... Well, it's although, incredible. Although when Jordan put out his cologne back in the day-day, that that thing was slaw. It smelled like ass. The cologne? The cologne. The yeah, Jordan I don't remember ever cologne. getting any, but I do I remember people it. saying it. I saved my money to get Jordan cologne mm-hmm. back in the 90s. That was a mistake. It's not like this, apparently. Uh, Jordan, uh, Jordan also has a tequila. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Okay. Sincora, which I've also had. Is it? It's got to be the better than LeBron's. Uh, I mean, it better it's be. It's been a minute. Is but it better than his? It's more expensive. Of it's course, it it's got six rings in it. Yeah. And the bottle is the bottle is like uh is very unique. Yeah. Right. Like it's it's a it's a huge bottle. Mm-hmm. So was the cologne, but it still tasted or it smelled like ass. Like if I, like the like the 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 tequila bottle from from Michael Jordan is like. Uh, probably like a foot long, damn near. Like oh. it's it, like it's huge. LeBron got some L's in that tequila. He mixed <laughs> that in there. Some finals losses. But you I would, taste that. But like I would do it again. The bottle know? tends to go from store to store. It moves fast. Mm-hmm. I would definitely do that again. I would I'm, I'm happy. It's as smooth for you. You'd still rate the rocks number one. I think. Uh, I think I would probably. 
I would maybe. Where's Casamigos? Where's Jaws drink? See, I haven't had Ooh, Casamigos. You haven't tried it? No, I have not. Hey, Jaws says it's great. That's it. that's, that's the Jaw endorsed Until he gets there. his own, yes, yeah. uh, which I imagine has got to be coming soon. Much money as he got. May as well do your own tequila. No, it is amazing. Like it, there was a uh, there was a wine renaissance in the NBA. Everybody mm-hmm. had a wine. Everybody yeah. loved wine and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. now it's like tequila is the push. You know, that's what everybody wants what to get involved. What about bourbon? With. Are you into bourbon or whiskey at all? I mean, I'm not a not a typical you know on a on a typical day. You know, I mean, I will. I'll I'll, I'll enjoy it. But I'm mm-hmm. I'm more of like a I'm more of like a clear liquor kind of guy. To be honest with you, like I just I just, I just prefer it. You know, and like honestly, because I'm just like. I'm gonna throw it back, and we're gonna move on with our day. You know, what wow. I mean? yeah. I, I'm not a big like sit on a drink and you know sip it, and you know. Although again, I can have a cigar and like have a bourbon, you know, like you sure. know. But it's got to be a the setting. The setting's got to be right. You know what I mean? As the, as it does also when I'm drinking tequila, the setting has to be right. Like I'm not gonna leave here and go home and just like start. You know, no. there's there's you can't do that. There's no you know at some point with the with tequila you cross the Rubicon right mm-hmm. like there's mm-hmm. <laughs> there, and then you can't get back there's no going back yeah I mean for a while so anyway there's a lesson there that's a lot that so John you love uh, LeBron's tequila I like it yeah I definitely and, drink it and again. last one a little addition to cap yeah. or no cap I saw Lightyear it's trash that's that's no cap Buzz Lightyear's new movie wow. trash whoa. That was, I mean, light, light year kind of caught a stray here. What, what, what? I didn't, no need to go. Just, you don't want yourself. to expound on it? it? I'm just, man. It, no more? Just, ugh. Chris actually clapped at the end. Wow. His parents did not. Was not a fan. Jake said that the new Minions movie was pretty good. I wish I'd gone to see that. Yeah, that that's I heard. He's I seen wish the I'd other, done that. Yes, he, I'm, I'm more is, of a man. I should have done that. Should have done Minions. Instead of some some knockoff Toy Story story. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even the normal voice, right? It wasn't even the the dude from uh, Home. Oh, it can't be, can it? Who was the oh, old? Uh, who voice. was the old Buzz Lightyear? Tim it's, Allen. Tim Allen was the old think, voice. Yeah, I don't think re- it's the new. Yeah, it's no. not him. I think Tim Allen got so, canceled. That's why I told you it's knockoff. It's knockoff Toy Story story. Yeah, they didn't even use the old. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-mm. It's an it, it's uh it's uh Chris Evans. That's the uh yes. one of the superhero dudes. Yeah, the, one he? of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Captain America. Tim he, is bitter as hell too, by the way, Jason. Tim he, Allen's yeah. bitter that he didn't get to do this. He's on record. He said uh, well, he needs it's a bootleg. It's a bootleg toy yeah. story. Wait, Jason, it's an it's an origin story, bro. Like it's like mm. the it's Is that the, what you call it? It's what it is, isn't it? New generation. Isn't it like a like a like how the uh, how the figure came to exist, Wait, right? Like that's what they tell you at the beginning, yeah. and how he's going to fall into the hands of his owner, which I'm used to. The old Toy Story, we never see that. Well, it's not. You're not. That's not. It's it's two separate universes. What? It's two separate universes. There's a Toy Story universe which but, he is in, but this is the Lightyear universe. So at least connect the two. Connect the dots. But this is what for somebody this like is me what that's Marvel going. does. Marvel has a bunch of. They have like fifty different universes, bro, and it's your responsibility I'm, to put I'm, them all together. What I'm saying is, it doesn't work. Okay, it doesn't but, work. Okay, but like just because they're doing it doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Like, like I'll, this it is an literally example. starts like we're going to show you the story of how it fell into the hands of the. Right. Now, I'm pretty sure that that literally is on the screen. I kept waiting for it. Didn't see. Have you seen the Joker cast? Come on. Have you seen the Joker with Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. Right. So you never see Batman in that movie. I get it. Right. It's two separate universes. It works for this for that stuff. It's not working for this cartoon. I needed more of my Toy Story references. The by itself doesn't there work. There was no Toy the Story. Sto- he wasn't part of the Toy Story just yet. So, I, again, connected at the end for me that's sitting there waiting. You told me at the beginning, this is his story. Connect me to the end so I can at least see, okay, well, there's how we got there. So, okay, if Didn't you make were, any sense. All right, well, you, you have a problem with the screenplay, right, from Angus McClain and Jason Headley. And, and look, why, why are you reading that? You've won you an Oscar. Need to do, you didn't need to go look it up. You've won an Oscar, so I do think you are qualified to have a criticism here. I was very disappointed. If you were writing the ending. Knock off. If you were writing the screenplay. Toy Story story. How should the movie have ended? You would have connected it to how he was okay, going to get there. You can't say that. What does that look like? What does it look like? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not writing the screenplay well, here. Well, you're, you're criticizing the men who are. So I want to know how they you would. They did a poor job. I would tell you you need a different ending on that thing. It's awful. It's awful. Go take your kids to see it. Your kid might like it. You won't. Wasted what a good hour and a half of my time. Could have cut that thing down to fifty five minutes. That's the first movie you've seen in theater since when? I, that's not that's something that's, one of the Spider Mans. Okay. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the Spider Mans. We as actually we were coming up Sam, out of Sam and I actually went to the movie theaters this week. Miles Morales, I think, might have been the last. What did you one. see, John? Buddy, that's been like the four years. All right, <laughs> it's been I, a while for you, huh? No, yeah. I was going to say, I mean, that, that probably was the last one. Yeah. I mean, been... COVID did happen, didn't it, fool? It did. It did. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Act like you never stopped. That's fair. Did you go see Elvis, John? 
No. The movie shut down. No, I am not going to go see the Elvis movie. Damn, you are Elvis hating. I just, I'm not. What, what, what am I going to learn about Elvis that I don't already know? It's not about that. It's about the the story and the actual film experience. Jason has poisoned my brain with Elvis. Jason, also, you see me over here like he's the not an Elvis fan. We have not talked about that yet. I, oh, I'm here go- we go. But, yeah, sure, we, sure we have. You brought, you brought we have, no, we, no, we haven't talked about the Elvis movie, I'm saying. Like, this is supposed to be... Why would we talk about the Elvis movie? It wasn't even, wasn't even shot here. Am I the only person wasn't in this shot room? here, was it? Am I You're looking at me like, you know, I'm pretty sure that wasn't even shot here. No, Why so, we all about? It, it was all shot in Australia. Mm-hmm. Every, every bit of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yet another appro- a Memphis-appropriating film adaptation that has nothing to do with Memphis in terms of the production. I right. think it's a fair but, take, actually. What was that? Well, there was a. There was. A, wasn't there like a TNT show that, like, uh, I, what was it called? Was it Memphis called? Heat or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, I, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking but about. A not, show that wasn't even like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like but, but there's been, like, yeah. yeah, there's yeah. been. There's but I'm been saying, though, before, I have no though. respect for that. Like, you're gonna, you're oh, gonna, I feel you. you're gonna and, bite and I think off it was the name. Memphis Heat. It was something like that. Memphis Blues. Was it Memphis Blues? No, is that you why think we about like, what Jimmy Smith said? Is that why we like that Smith's thing? What was that Smith's thing called? What yeah, that? that was called. That, uh, but that was actually shot home here. Home of the Bluths. So, so there was a there was a that pro- was called a, uh, uh, Bluff it? City Law. Right. Is that why there, we liked there, it so much? Because it was filmed here. Absolutely. Well, yeah, and they, that's and why they used actors well, here's from the thing, here, though, and there was a pouring into the economy. Though they did a piss poor job on it. It let us down, but it was still done here, so we took a great deal of pride in it. All the extras they hired were from here. Like those were shot. Those scenes. Beat was Memphis Beat. I was close. Memphis Heat. Memphis Beat. Yes. That's why we were there. We were. I'm just saying. Lightyear. Don't need to go. Okay. All right. And 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 Elvis. And it's been swallowed up by all the movies around it anyway. The, the, so it'll do. The I, light year. Like, like this. Like opinions and others see, have uh, I, w- I went to go see The Black Phone. It's a horror film, but I thought it was of amazing. Of course you did. I thought it was great. It was really well done. It was really scary. Is that the scary. dude that's in Training Day? Yes. Yes. Ethan something. Ethan Hawke. He was great in it, dude. Like that was a so great. So this movie. is a different, completely different role for him. Absolutely. Basically, he's like a kidnapper, and uh, you know this this kid has to find a way out. Yeah. And the, of the yeah. but it's like it, look, really, it looks pretty scary, really gripping, and really, uh, really, really tense. That's not based on anything true. Now I will say that no, it's not. Okay. I will I got say no this though. In, that, in terms of in terms of Elvis, stuff, anecdotally, I have found that the only people in my life that are excited about the movie are people that are not originally from Memphis. I have not had any Memphis-born and raised friends who have said, I'm running out to see it, which is interesting to me. Like, the relationship that Elvis has with, like, Memphians and transplant Memphians is very different. You know, like, uh, transplant Memphians have a higher opinion of him, anecdotally, it feels like to me, than, they, than like, you know, born and raised Memphians. I don't too. disagree with that. It was, my, it was my grandmother from out of state, but God rest her soul, that wanted to go see where he lived, all that, right. coming from out of town, and we went, had not been beforehand. It was just not, Stephen A. Smith would tell you, we're all Elvis-centric, every last one of right. us. All we think about from the morning, we wake up to the, when we go to bed, it's Elvis, and signs everywhere. I, we, we just don't, there are a great many of us, and I would say the majority of us, that do not, John, operate that way. But again, we're Memphians. You're right, I think it's the, the outsiders more so that... Uh, make a bit make a bigger deal out of it still to this day. Now is it it's out, but that, right? But, but we also want that too in terms yes. of tourism for the city. Like you don't want right. to not welcome those folks no, that come was, in. Like, and if they did like a couple scenes here at stuff. least, bro. Like I'll show some love, but you know I'm not just gonna you know. I, even though I do hear that the Austin Butler guy did a great job in it. You know, but yeah, he hit a home run. But it's not jump. like it, it's not a deal where you know they showed any love to Memphis. It sounds like you loved it, bro. Well, my wife worked at Graceland. She's from Memphis and worked at the mansion during college. So, like, I'm I'm kind of invested in a way, mm-hmm. you know. And I've always been interested in Elvis, even as somebody not from here, even, you know, uh, her and Jarman worked together at the mansion. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested in it. I'm, I, think, I'm I, think, El- I would call myself an Elvis fan, as a matter of fact. Which is, like, which is fine. There's Presley Enterprises is hoping that, that it reignites yes. this love for... Oh, it will. It will. And, and I will say, as the it, movie... Not in Memphis. The, the movie, here's the deal. The director's from Australia, so from a convenience standpoint, it, this thing gives a tip of the hat to Memphis, though, when you see it. It's, it's set... You'll see the mansion. It's and I, I realize you want the casting and the money to go here in terms of when they make it, but it's certainly it, it's all Memphis when you when you see it. I think you've already seen it. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's absolutely. good. Um, I thought that the Colonel. Here's what I say: um, Good movie. It's going to win a bunch of stuff. Austin Butler's going to win. It's going to win for the the casting, the screen. Yep. You know all of the design of the periods and stuff. 
the Tom Hanks as Colonel Parker thing was a was a whiff. Like having him as any bad guy is tough, but right. as Colonel Parker, and especially and, and Harrington does this very nuanced. You know when he does the reviews, absolutely, he's he's terrific at well, writing. Harrington this doesn't out. want to give you good or bad. Yeah, like right? he's going to tell you it's amazing while this sucked. Right, right? And, I need, and, I need but, a good or bad. But he's right in a sense. Of, I think it, it's a good movie, and people will love it. So it, that's part A. The Colonel Parker, um, and that's the person who's the voice of the movie. It's it's through his prism. It's it's just weird. So that's uh, there's it. there's a lot of great. I mean, like in terms of now this was a, a moron, movie. by the way, though, and that comes out loud and clear in this thing. So but, is this about him? Uh, like what's like? Is it about a, his it's, life? It's is way it a, too much Colonel Parker, and they equate Colonel Parker's life to Elvis as sort of uh, that the, the, they've correlated those two. Like, I don't even know who that is. Who is Colonel Parker? That was his manager and the man who okay. basically split half gotcha. of everything and, and got a lot of the fortune before it went back to Elvis now, Presley is, Enterprises. Elvis was still third of the uh, Malco at the box office. It yeah, this weekend. week it was first. And how many week. weekends was? How's it been out? Like three? It's two, been three? out three. It's my, first my week. Years beating the down, ass right now. Year down to sixth, fool. Like I said, Minions was one. The Rise of Gru. It's it's not Top holding. Gun it's, is still second. Yeah, but it's first week it did win its box office though. Barely, barely. Um, is our, our it's doing man, better than Lightyear? Is our yeah. man uh, God rest his soul George Klein in here? George is not featured in this. Um, what's his name? The the cat that's still alive L. is. I think L. I think actually George is in there someplace, but it's not. Here's George. It's like they have secondary members of the the cast. Right. There's no like formal like, no. introduction. No, no, like no, no, no. this is Elvis's best friend. Right. Right. He would have been one of those dudes that you sort of see, but they did. A, they assigned who's who and in some parts, but not him. No. Yeah. Interesting. Um, it's a good movie, and and I think Memphis shows well. I, and it, I'm sure I'll you know. catch it on you know when it goes to HBO. It's Max already out, it. by the way. You can watch it now, like stream it. Oh, really? I I, I think we, my dad did this past week. So yeah. uh, anyway, yeah. I thought Top Gun was better though. I liked Top Gun better. A, a, a good weekend at the movies for me, at least, not for you, but but uh, for me. And I thought, and that's what matters. Jason gave us good info though, because I was thinking Lightyear would have been a good flick, and it turns out not so much. Interesting. Go see Minions instead of that one. Yes. If you're going to go see some cartoons. That, had a, that set the record for the 4th of July weekend. Did you see that? That over sounds about minutes? right. I mean, the the Minions are, uh, I've never, they're, I, I'm too old for it. But, you know, that, I, I, I just they, did they are massive. I got kids. Yes. Right. Because I got, yeah, he loves yeah. them. He loves them. Yeah. So we should have done that. We should have waited and done that. All right. Okay. Jessica Benson's going to join us a little bit later in the show. We'll talk to her about the Summer League Grizzlies. We'll ask her, is she interested in Elvis? She's like a transplant. She probably is all about it. I bet she wants to go see this Elvis movie. She's she's probably all about it. We'll get her thoughts on that a little bit later in the show. Jason and John, 90 Turn FM, ESPN. Go Yard all June long with $5 Dinger Tuesdays on FanDuel Sportsbook. And, hey, it is Tuesday. This season, all customers will get $5 for every home run hit by both teams when you place a $25 to hit a home run wager on Tuesday Major League Baseball games. And the best part about Dinger Tuesdays is even if your bet loses, FanDuel's going to pay you $5 for every home run. Got my eyes on this Yankees-Pirates matchup tonight. Uh, Judge Judge has got a league leading 29 homers. I'm going to make this easy for you. Take him. What are you waiting for? Pick your home run hitter. Turn big swings into big wins. There's no better place to bet America's pastime than on America's number one sportsbook. Head over to your FanDuel account or download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using the promo code JSmith. Again, that's promo code J-S-M-I-T-H. It's only on FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 929-FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max bonus $25. Restrictions do apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. Coming up at noon on 92.9's Jason and John Show, it's the rundown. All the headlines, all the news, all the views. It's the rundown at noon. Weekdays with Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. I'm Chelsea Messenger helping you beat the books with BetQL. It's not very often the Dodgers get shut out, but that's what happened to them Monday night. So the BetQL five-star play has them bouncing back in a big way. With veteran Clayton Kershaw on the mound, with his two-flat ERA. Look for the L.A. Bats to come alive tonight and give him plenty of run support. The Rockies just 3-14 and 14 following a win in their last 17. So the Dodgers should grab the win here, and according to BetQL, you should grab L.A. on the run line. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. As we get out of here on Friday... Minnesota acquired Rudy Gobert from the Utah Jazz in exchange for a bunch. Pat Bev, Walker Kessler, who was a first-round draft pick, four future first-rounders, and then some other transactional pieces. Um, for Utah, as as Brian Windhorst sort of alluded to on first take in a very long-winded way and roundabout way, Danny Ainge is blowing that up, and they're starting over, right? And at some point, Donovan Mitchell's going to get moved. Perhaps. I guess maybe he could, he, he could not, but they're not going to be good. They're not going to be good anytime soon, so I'm not sure why he would want to stay there and languish. What sense would that make? Um, so, you know, at some point it feels like that, that, will, that move will come next. And for Minnesota, they clearly believe, for whatever reason, that they're close. This is like a we-think-we're-close move. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it, yeah, like – and. Yeah, I guess that makes some sense because they could look at it like we led for more quarters than the Grizzlies in our first round series, and we feel like if a cut, we don't have like that, you know, that historical collapse, you know. Oh, I can't remember what game was that game four, game three. I can't remember; it's been so long. Um, that maybe it's a different series. So that's what they're coming at it from, and they believe in Anthony Edwards as a superstar, which is definitely fair. Um, I just don't know how. Adding Gobert is going to get you over. That's just kind of that's where I'm at. If he if he was you know a two way guy who could you could count on and depend on the playoffs, okay, like let let's see. I just I don't. We know that's not him. Like we just watched, and, and I know people will say, well, they didn't like each other. The chemistry was bad. We just watched them lose in the first round to you know the Dallas Mavericks when Luka didn't even play to start the series. You know so. I'm 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 not exactly sure why Gobert was perceived as this. Again, four first five effective first round picks. That's too much. It's Doesn't sound like much. you even think they're a top four seed. I don't know that they are. I don't think they are. Right. I I just don't. Now maybe maybe with the Jaron Jackson news of him being out until likely January February, that could give them a path. But I mean, let's just. I mean, I always enjoyed. July speculation on the NBA. Well, and again, you're doing this without with it looking like Phoenix is going to make a move for Kevin Durant, but it not being the deal now, and that would obviously shake things up. All right, so where we're going to do this is I'm going to just going to ask you: Are the are the Timberwolves ahead of this team in the West? And you will tell me that's yes tougher, or no. That's a tougher way to do it. Go ahead. Are the Timberwolves ahead of the Phoenix Suns? Uh, I'm just I'm just going to work on the assumption that they're getting KD. You look at the one years they're doing with other folks. Um, Yes, they will end up there. Uh, you're saying the Suns will... The, the, the Suns will end up better than the yeah, Timberwolves. Okay, yeah. uh, are the Timberwolves ahead of the Grizzlies? I'm saying yes, with where Jaron is right now. and for, Based on the regular season. So that's one of the top four spots. Um, are the Timberwolves ahead of the Golden State Warriors? Mm, uh, I'm going to go, go, go no right now. Which Golden is, State's still up there as one of the favorites to win which it. Which is the year. right answer. Are they ahead of the Dallas Mavericks? Uh, which, which you know, I mean, they just sent you know to go bear packing. Yeah, I guess not. I guess not. You I, can make I, a case I, though. You I can think make they a case probably that they are. are. I, I, I think they probably are. I'll I'll give them Mavs. I don't know. I like the Christian Wood edition with Dallas. They, they lost give them uh, some Brunson, inside outside. I think Brunson. yeah, but they're planning for that. Like Hardaway's coming back. It's debatable, which I think right, even right. makes this move even more questionable. Go ahead. I, 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 we'll, we'll say Minnesota's better. They're ahead of the they're ahead of the Jazz. Yeah, we'll see, we're seeing what the path is to a top four seed. So let's put them ahead of the Mavericks. Are they ahead, ahead of, of the Jazz? Are they ahead of the Denver Nuggets when Jamal I Murray mean, comes Jamal back? Murray's. I gotta t- I gotta say they're not. 
I got to say they're not. The Nuggets are a better team. I mean, they they have the they have the two time MVP. Murray's going to come back healthy. I'd rather have the Nuggets than the Timberwolves. Although you know, I I you can you can entertain it, you know, because who's that third guy for the Denver Nuggets? Mm-hmm. That's going to be the question. We don't know on Mark, Michael Porter Jr. Right, if he's healthy, and he almost never is. Uh, but are you going to are you going are the Timberwolves ahead of them or no? Nah. Okay. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, I'm going to go no here, but I do like what the Pelicans have done. I'm going to say that Minnesota started ahead of them, and and I would still say that they're ahead of them with Gobert with the addition of Gobert. You and disagree? You trying to put the Pelicans ahead of them now? I don't think you can. Yeah, I mean that's but they finished eighth, you know. So even like, that's not saying too much, right? But 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 you know, it's I think it could get interesting if Zion plays. We can't assume that he will. Oh, he's playing. Um. But that's fine. I'll give you. I'll give you uh, Minnesota over the Pelicans for now, and then the Clippers. We know they're not ahead of the Clippers. So, Clippers, Phoenix, Golden State. That's three right there. Right. Then Denver. Denver's. We put them ahead. Uh, yeah. I mean, I. I yeah, Mavericks is a toss. It'll be close. Up. It'll be close. That could be a four. Grizzlies could always overachieve, though. You know, they're gonna be hard to do early. I, I mean, because you're playing young guys. I think the, from what I we think, see. Honestly, the like, most realistic spots. they could hope for is five. That's that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say best case scenario is four for them. But it, but to that point, it doesn't even assure you of that. Mm-hmm. And, and and you just traded away your future in terms of these these first round draft picks. It it you're, it's debatable whether you're even a top four seed. Some would make a strong case that you were not even that. And so again, I, I would tell you a big mistake here. It's kind of like you know you got a little bit of a taste of the of the rich life, getting back into the playoffs. It had been so long for you, and yet, yes, you get close to winning the series. We'll give you that for 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 stretches. You look like the better team in this in against the Grizzlies, but to make this all in move is this sort of well, he's our Drew Holiday. You're not even you're not close enough yet to push him in like this. And so yes, in the, in the in the immediate, I think it'll push him ahead. They'll be feeling good. They'll move up the defensive ranking slightly. I think not nearly as much as I, I think some people in Minnesota think they're going to. But in the long term, I think they will ultimately regret this. We know what Rudy Gobert does in the playoffs. He wilts. That's right. That's 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 what he does. That's his reputation. Uh, and I suspect that will part will continue as well. Yeah, it's just an it's, it's an interesting it's a couple look, of those defensive like, guys too, like. What we say they were top half. They were thirteenth in defensive yeah. rating last year. Yeah. Well, well, I mean Vanderbilt was a part of that, and so was Pat Bev, and so you've given up some of that glue too. Because let's not act like D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns are these great individual defenders. Right, Rudy Gobert, yes, he's been there, done that. But as a team, you gave up some of your team defense as well to make this move. It feels like to me, and so from that standpoint, again, I, I just. I, I got bad move written all over this for Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, I understand See that. what you're trying to do, the thought process, but way too early. The biggest problem with them last year was just their lack of experience in the playoffs and in those moments. I mean, it came to rear its ugly head several times, right? And not that the Grizzlies were experienced, but you could just tell in the way they closed games, like Minnesota needed a vet. They just did. Pat Bev was – you can't count on him to be your – so I understand. All right, but, but this is the wrong guy. I, that's what I'm saying. To be your veteran game saying. closer. Because point on that, yes. He, a, he can't even be in the game late. And, B, what's he done in the playoffs, right? He he, he ain't never broken through. He's a one seed and, and disappointed last year, right? I mean, so that's the – I just feel like it's the wrong guy to, to, to you know, to, to do this for. And maybe they prove us wrong. Maybe they make us both look stupid. I mean, they'll win a lot of regular season games. Like, they'll win 48 to 52 regular season games, it feels like. But see, there's got to be more hitting your head up against it. For for Middleton and for for, for Giannis, it was that first. And and that's what I'm saying. Even for for the Celtics, who are now, you make a move for Brogdon. That's after you hit your head against it and failed, then you go all in. Minnesota, their young guys haven't learned how to win yet. And bringing Rudy Gobert, he can't teach him on his own. It's the experience, the hitting your head against it, that gets you through it. And those young guys they've got... Carl Anthony's still young in terms of career, but the rest, those young guys, they haven't hit up against it enough yet to be ready to make a move like this. Those young guys aren't ready to win, John, at that level to be doing an all in move like that. I, I would apply this same sort of thinking and approach to the Grizzlies. Right. Because I, I know we all want to be there. We saw second best record in the league last year, but the, the nucleus of this team is 22, 22, 23 years old. They're not ready mm-hmm. for this right now. And I think, you know, it's frustrated some people in terms of that front office not making bigger moves in terms of adding uh, pieces, but I think that's where they're at. We're not ready to make that all-in move yet. Our young guys are not ready for that sort of championship all-in type 
move for a guy. And frankly, I'll be honest, the Grizzlies are making the right decision. Agreed. Minnesota is making a huge mistake. Yeah, like you just don't want to push that button. It's not not time yet. You're not cooked enough yet. You know, and it's and it look it's 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 tough, right? Because like I I we we're we're both reasonable people and we disagree. I would I would go get Kevin Durant. You would not, right? Because we know what's going to take to get him. It will take damn near everything. Um, it, I mean, because if it again t- there are packages, I would do it for. If it takes four first rounders though to get Gobert, that's just a that's a canary in the coal mine in terms of like what it's going to take and what it's going to cost for Kevin Durant. And I don't know. We'll see. Like I'm, I wonder. That's why it's taken so long. Even in a KD scenario, or, or adding a guy like that, I do feel better about a guy like KD being around a young team, right? Or whether it's Phoenix or Booker or whoever else, he, him having been there and done that and been a closer. Okay, that helps. Mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert, the exact wrong guy to put in that position to be the sort of shepherd to your young guys. Hey, let me sh- go show you how to close out playoff games. He's never done that. Yeah. That's never been his forte. And so from that standpoint, I, it's it's completely different for, for KD. Yes, John, there are deals I would not do for him in terms of the future, but now there are a few that I would. The problem is going to be Phoenix is going to make him the best offer and it's high. It's number one on his destination list. Looks like Miami slipped on down. To be honest with you, Phoenix is making all the moves. They've got the guy in Aiden that you can do the sign and trade with because it feels like the market for Aiden has dried up. Detroit no longer in the. I mean, that's that's what you got Aiden for at this point. It feels like is to help you make that move for KD. Absolutely, the Grizzlies in terms of just what they can do right now, they don't have a, a ton of wiggle room. They got that ten and a half million dollar mid level, then they have the four point one million biannual. So that's kind of what they got. I mean, I don't I don't even know who the mid level guys would would be at this point. Right, it feels like they're done. Like they're ready yeah. to go to work with these young guys. Right, which is we'll see. I mean, again, guys can go down. The need can change, but it feels like they're uh, they might be standing pat. Quite frankly, right, which makes sense. Like there's no, I mean, you don't. Again, you don't. You don't want to do anything drastically. You just don't. You, and there's no, there's no hurry. There's no urgency. Like you don't have to react to Gobert getting traded to Minnesota. You know, yeah, Kevin Durant coming to the West sucks. There's no way around that. I mean, but Phoenix was already ahead of you in the standings anyway. So it's not like that that cause to call it's not like any kind of call of action to me yet. You know, you just see how this how this season goes. Cause like I said, like I don't think we really know because of Ja going down, we really don't know what the Grizzlies need yet. I really think that's a part of it. Cause cause if he if he was healthy a whole playoff series, like there would be an obvious thing missing. Right? Like, why did they lose? Why did the Why did the Grizzlies? What was their undoing ultimately? Was it defense? Was it shooting? Was it rebounding? I guess rebounding you can make a case for. Right. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 